Welcome to the Harmony Church Podcast. For more information on service times, any upcoming events, or joining a life group, please check out our website, harmonychurch.nz. We really hope this week's podcast blesses you. I like to start with something funny. And one Sunday morning, a pastor was in the pulpit preaching away when he noticed a man sound asleep close to the front row. That made him so aggravated that he started to preach louder and stronger. (laughs) But the louder he got, the more the man slept. He finally stopped and said to the man sitting next to this man, Would you please wake that man up? The man said, Waking him up yourself. You are the one who put him to sleep. <laughs> well, I hope that you are not, uh, that I'm not putting you to sleep here today. I know some of you are still in bed. I've seen your pictures. You send them to me. Good on you. Right now is still the chance to have a cup of coffee, to sit in bed, and to enjoy the worship and the Word of God. So God bless you. But just don't fall asleep again, please. And I won't make you. I will promise that. Now, today we're starting a new series calling Empowered for Life. Empowered for life. And 2 Peter 1.3 says this, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who has called us by His own glory and by His own goodness. Isn't that a beautiful scripture? God has given us everything for an empowered life. His Holy Spirit affects, infects Uh, influences every part of our lives. He helps us to grow. He helps us to be strengthened. He gives hope to us. He helps us. He comforts us. He helps us to navigate through the issues of life, even right now in in this COVID-19 crisis. So we are on this journey together. Today, I want to talk about the power of hope. The power of hope. And I don't know any better time in history, even in our history, that people are looking for hope. People are in despair. There's a sense of hopelessness for some people. There's a sense of fear and anxiety and things going on. And people are looking for hope. Now the saying goes like this. The ones with the most hope have got the most influence. The people with the most hope, they are the leaders. And the church... God's church is called to be the hope of the world. It's, it's, it's called to lead the way in helping people to find hope. We are called to be the light of the world. To brighten people's life up. To help people to put a smile on their faces. We are called a city on a hill. Where people can find hope. And they can find inspiration. Even in the midst of despair. To be a people of hope. To bless people, to encourage people, to inspire and lift them up. Isn't it beautiful that we can be that way for each other? Now there's a powerful scripture in the Bible in Romans 15. It's one of my top 10 or maybe top 5 on my list of favorite scriptures. Here we go. Maybe you can say it with me. All together, wherever you are, in your bubble, in your home, in your car, wherever you are. Let's say it together here, this powerful Romans 15 13. Here we go. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith 
that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in His promises. Isn't that a powerful scripture? Man, Paul makes such a declaration. It's not just a nice uh, verse. It's actually made the God of hope. It is like a declaration that Paul declares over his life and wants us to declare over our lives. Come on, let's say it again. The first part of it. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. Joy and peace. See, when God is in your world, then hope is in your world because he is the God of hope. You've got God, you've got hope. You've got the devil, you've got despair and fear and all these things. So today we've got to make a choice. Are we going to be depressed, despairful, fearful, people full of anxiety? Or are we going to be faith-filled, joy-filled, hope-filled, peace-filled, People, what are we going to be? See, hope is a person. Joy is a person. Peace is a person. And his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. And, we, and when he is on the inside of you, then you and I have hope. You and I have hope. Now, Paul talks about this mystery this mystery in Colossians, that this mystery, he says, that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Come on, let's read this together. Colossians 1.27. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is, here we go, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Let's say it together. Christ in you, the hope of glory. <laughs> this is the same Jesus who they tried to kill before he was even born, but he got born. And when he was born, they tried to kill him, but they couldn't. Then the devil tries to kill him when he started his ministry, and he couldn't. And people throughout his ministry, throughout his life, tried to kill Jesus, and they couldn't. And then finally, they succeeded in killing Jesus, but it doesn't kill him. Because he rises again from the grave and he is alive. That same Jesus, that same spirit of Jesus lives inside of you if you are a believer. Come on, I'm so glad that he lives inside of me, aren't you? I was going to have a praise party, you know. I don't know what you're doing right there where you are. But come on, this is so encouraging to us. There's nothing that's going to come against you that, can't, that can defeat the Christ in you, the hope of glory. We will make it through. You will make it through. Whatever comes against us, he is still the hope of glory in us. Man, this gives such a confidence and an assurance that things are going to be well with us. It's the power of hope. The power of of hope. See, hope is the anticipation of good. It is the expectation of good. And we know in the Bible, another scripture says that he, God says, I work all things for good for those who love me. All things for good. When you have Christ in you, you will get to the other side 
of the lake. Even though there could be a storm. There could be some sickness. There could be some temptation. There could be some fear or anxiety. Maybe some questions that you have even at this time. And even this crisis. It doesn't matter. God is powerful. God is bigger. God is stronger. God is mightier. And He is more powerful than anything that you will ever face in your life. Amen? Come on, guys. Even my family get excited about this. It's so good. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So it says in this word, may the God of hope fill you with all joy in believing. In believing through the experience of your faith. So the foundation of hope is faith. Through faith... We are filled with a hope, and what it says here, with a joy and with a peace. See, joy is a little different than happiness. Happiness depends on what happens. Happiness depends on what happens. Bad things happen, not happy. Good things happen, happy. It's about the circumstance of life. But our happiness is not meant to be based on the fluctuations of life. It's not meant to be based on the circumstance of life, good or bad. It's meant to be based on so much, so much solid. It's actually meant to be based on Jesus Christ himself. And when we reach rock bottom, and some of you have, in your emotions, maybe in your business, your work, whatever, you have hit rock bottom. But you know, many of us can testify that when we hit rock, rock, rock bottom, that Christ is the rock. He's right there. He is right there for us. And then He is the one who strengthens us again. He is the one who lifts us up again. You can have a joy even when you are low, even though things should drown you, things can be, you can rise up in faith and you can rise up in supernatural joy. The same joy that Paul and Silas had. Remember I talked about this last week where they were thrown in jail unjustly. And they should have been depressed. They should have been anxious, but they weren't. Undaunted. Remember last week? Undaunted they were. And they were still full of joy. Why? They were full of joy because they had hope in their hearts. They knew that there was going to be a way out. They knew that they were not going to stay there. They knew they had Christ inside of them. They knew that the Christ inside of them was stronger and more powerful than their situation. Amen? Amen. So faith is very important in the area of hope and how we live our lives. Without faith, we can't even please God. Faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. So faith is important. So we need to learn to switch our faith on and come into a sense of hope and peace and joy. Faith is the key that unlocks heaven into your life. And so there has to be a decision that we have to make to believe. And when we believe, then we start moving into this joy and this peace and this hope in our lives. Many times in my own life, I faced all kinds of things and 
fear comes in and worry and anxiety and struggles come in. But I have found that every time when that happens, now I haven't done it all the time straight away, but I'm learning to do this as I go on my journey with Christ, is that when you start saying, Lord, I see these things and these are the struggles in my life, but I choose to focus on you. It's one of the reasons why I started to do communion every morning, because I really wanted to focus my heart, my mind and my soul towards God straight away in the morning, that he's worthy of praise, that he's faithful to me. He will never let me down. And so it strengthens me. Even whatever I'm going to face that day, it will strengthen me in my soul, in my mind. But there's a choice we have to make because we also can stay in the despair. We can stay in that murmuring thing. We can stay in that place of struggling. Or we can say, Lord, I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to focus on you. And then things start to shift in your life. And we move from stress into peace and we move into hope. We have this faith switch which is in your life. And God wants us to help to turn the faith switch on. Nobody else can do this for you. You've got to learn to do it yourself and then move in the realm of the Spirit. And when you move in the realm of the Spirit, then you see the supernatural joy and peace and hope come into your life. And in this, in this, in this realm of the Spirit where God is, then there's nothing impossible. And every impossibility, come on, has to bow to the name of Jesus. And by faith, we start believing that there's going to be an answer. By faith, we start believing that the solution will be there for our problem. See, in the, in the, in the moment of faith, the power of God starts to work for you. And we go into the miraculous. Hope sees around corners. I can't see around corners. Hope can see around corners because it's based on God and God sees what's coming. And so when we start moving in hope, when we start moving in faith, we see miracles happening in our lives. See, it's so important in our lives that we have by faith that we create a zone of Zones of the miraculous, zones of the supernatural, because God lives in the supernatural realm of faith. So we've got to switch it on. Come on, everybody say it. Switch it on. We've got to switch it on, and we'll see how hope will get you into your future. <laughs> we don't need to stay in negativity, in despair, in wondering, in fear, anxiety that we can switch on our faith and start believing that things are going to work out for us and that hope will then rise out of your life in your spirit and your soul. Romans 15, same thing. May the God of hope fill you with all joy by believing faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope. Everybody say it. Come on. Abound in hope. In hope, <laughs> bound in hope, and overflow with confidence. See, by faith and through faith and the power of the Holy Spirit, we start to abound in hope in our lives. And then we start to overflow with confidence in His promises. Come on. 
the promises of God. I love this. His faithfulness, the promises, hope. I love the rainbow. The rainbow speaks of, of, of God's promises to us in the world. It promises to that He is faithful to us. He will never let us down. And even if we are unfaithful at times, He remains faithful because He cannot disown Himself. In that place, there's hope. There's hope. Wow, this is truly being empowered for life. You know, this is why praise and worship is so important. Why do we have praise and worship in a service? Is it because we just like music? Oh, everybody likes music. Why do we have that? Is it just to warm up before the preaching? No. Is it because waiting for you to get out of bed, out of the shower, so you can make it to the preaching? No. Praise and worship is so important because it ushers you into the very presence of God. God is enthroned on the praises of his people. Come on. You know, uh, on, on Thursday, we had this men's Zoom. We had all the men of Harmony together in this Zoom meeting. One of the questions they asked me is, how do you keep your thoughts and emotions aligned with Christ? And I say, number one, always praise and worship. Start praising his name. Praise and worship brings you in the realm of the spirit. It gets you filled with his presence and hope and joy and peace. Start flooding your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. This river from the puku, the river from your tummy starts to flow because you start focusing on it. You become aware of his presence and hope rises up in your heart. The whole New Testament is lived by faith, by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't be a Christian without the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. And we are called to be spirit people. Amen? Amen. Amen. The other one is speaking in tongues. Make sure you speak in your heavenly language. If you haven't got a heavenly language, ask God to give you a heavenly language. It's so beautiful when you start speaking when you start speaking in tongues. You start speaking the, the mysteries of God. The devil can't understand you. And it's so powerful. It brings you into a different place. It brings you into the presence of God. It stirs your faith up. It stirs your hope up. Come on. You can do this. You can do this. You know, if you feed on negative news all day, and it's so easy to do that at the moment, isn't it? This current crisis and the fear and the jobs, the economy, the spirit of this world, I tell you, this will dilute your strength. This will compromise and undermine your strength and your hope. But if you remain filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the power of God, then you remain strong because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Put up a tape. Put a tape, not anymore. Put up, not a tape, a CD, whatever. Go to iTunes and put some music on. Put your praise on and start worshiping Him. And He will bring you into a different realm of His presence, of His Spirit. And you can see things from a different perspective. And it will encourage you and empower you to be able to move through this life with all the different things that come your way. Hope is not just wishful thinking. I hope this will happen. No, hope is the certainty of good things to come. That's what the Bible talks about. Hope will come. It is based on a solid anticipation that God is working for you and that all will be well. I'll tell you another beautiful definition of hope. Hope is the joyful anticipation of breakthrough during times of trial. 
I'll say it again. Hope is the joyful anticipation, expectation of a breakthrough that comes in times of need, of trial or whatever. Because God is involved. That is the X factor. That is the X factor. He's the God of miracles. Yes, you can see your marriage changed because God is a God of miracles. You can see your business turn around better than ever before because God is a God of miracles. Trust in Him. Your wayward son or your wayward daughter, you can trust God as we pray and when we beseech God and we put this arrow onto people's life and say, Jesus, my son and my daughter, they are your son and we want to see them saved and come into the kingdom and their purpose in their lives. We see God at work. We can trust him that God is at work because there's always a way through with God. Can I have a good amen? amen. Come on. God is the power of hope. He shall not fail you ever. I want to finish with this story. On the road to Emmaus, there's two men walking on the road to Emmaus. And they're very sad because their master and friend Jesus Christ has just been crucified. They're so depressed and they're so sad. And there's a hopelessness in their lives. And then, then the risen Christ, he starts walking next to them. And they don't know. They don't know. See, sometimes, and they don't even recognize it. So sometimes despair and hurt and sadness can sometimes even close your eyes to God himself. He's right here, but you won't focus on him. That's the danger in the bubble. That you just got this bad news, and you don't know how to deal with it, and you start focusing on these things instead of focusing on God. It's very dangerous in your life. But here Jesus Christ walks with them, and he does a three-hour Bible study with them as they walk to Emmaus. At the end, he reveals himself. I'm the risen Christ. He shows his hands, and they say, wow. And then they said, the Bible says like this, did not our hearts burn on the inside as Jesus was talking to them for three hours? See, they started this journey disappointed, cold, disappointed in every way. But then after a three-hour walk with Christ Jesus and going through the scriptures, because the word of God is an hour, another powerful thing to get into, us into hope. They have passion back into their soul and they have fire back into their spirit. And you and I, can have the same life of God in our lives when we turn on that switch today. Come on, let's say to ourselves, I'm going to turn on the switch of faith today and I'm going to see my body and my soul and my spirit being flooded with the goodness of God, the hope of God, the fight of God, the faith of God in every way. Come on, no matter what we're facing today, no matter how bad it is or it has been, there's always a breakthrough. Why? But God. Because of God. He's the one who changes things. He's your breakthrough in your life. He's the hope that changes us. The hope that restores our situation. Every time you look through the Bible, every time, every page, every person who gets in touch with God, things start to change. And people move into dimensions that they've never moved into before. They move into victories they've never seen before, into deliverances they've never seen before, into provisions in every way they've never seen before, healings they've never seen before because of God. Because God is our hope in Jesus' name. One last verse and then we're done. Hebrews 6, look at this guys. And now we have run into his heart to hide ourselves in his faithfulness. This is where we find his strength and comfort. For he empowers us. Come on, everybody say this. He empowers us. 
empowers us to seize what has already been established ahead of time. And now you got to say this together. Come on. An unshakable hope. Come on, let's say it together. An unshakable hope. We have this certain hope like a strong, unbreakable anchor holding our souls to God himself. Our anchor of hope is fastened on the mercy seat which sits in the heavenly realm beyond the, beyond the sacred threshold where Jesus, our forerunner, has gone before. This is the most powerful things of all people. That we have an unshakable hope. Why? Because it's been anchored in God. It is anchored in eternity, not anchored in your job, not anchored in your family, not anchored in what you know or don't know. Come on. It is anchored in God. It's anchored in eternity, the very life of God. And as you, if you're a Christian, the very life of God lives in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Come on. This is such good news. Amen. You know, if you are not a Christian, then the only hope you have is to die. Did you know that? There's no other hope. We live this life, and however many years we have, at the end, there's no other hope. The only hope you have is to die. But when you are a Christian, when you are a son and a daughter of the living God, then your hope is eternity. That whenever we die, we're going to live forever. It's only the start of this book where every, where every chapter is better than the previous chapter throughout all eternity. And this is the hope that is there for you and for me. I want to challenge you. If you're watching here today and you're not a Christian, you are not saved, you don't know how long you're going to live. I want to challenge you that Jesus Christ is right there with you in your home, in your cell, in your car, wherever you're watching from. And I want to challenge you in Jesus' name that you receive Christ today. For God so loved the world that he gave Jesus Christ, his son, that anyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal hope. I want you to have an eternal hope too. Eternal hope anchored into the love of God, the life of God, the hope of God for all eternity. Come on, this is our hope. If this is you, I want to pray with you right now. Don't, don't let it go. Today is the day of salvation. Why don't you pray with me? You say, yes, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. I want this hope. I want eternity. I want this love, this life, this peace to flood into my life. Why don't you now pray with me? Say this after me. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Hope, come into my life. Joy, come into my life. Peace, come into my life. I receive you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving my sins. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a new life. Thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit coming on the inside of me, giving me eternal hope. Lord, I make you Lord of my life today, and I will serve you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If this was your prayer, then now we believe that you are born again, that you become a new creation in Christ. The Holy Spirit has come into your life. You are a son and daughter of God. Make sure you go to a Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-filled church. Harmony is one of them. There's lots of other churches. But just find somebody, find fellowship for you to grow into your relationship with God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, at the end of it, guys, we want to celebrate this beautiful communion, the Lord's Supper. This is the table of hope. Honestly, I want us to focus on Jesus. And as we focus on this meal today, 
I am believing that God will fill your life with hope. It will just start stirring up what Christ has done. Come on, let's do this all over the place, all over Christchurch and wherever you're from. Let's take his, this cracker or whatever you have, bread. This represents the body of Christ. His body was broken for us that we might have life. This beautiful exchange takes place. His perfect body, his perfect life is, is, is broken for us that we might engage and receive and partake of his life. And so whatever you need today, you need hope, you need strength, healing. By his stripes you are healed. Take it and may hope fill your life right now in Jesus' name. Then let's join in the cup, the cup of his suffering. But also the cup that gave us forgiveness, salvation. The cup who gave us a new covenant. A covenant of hope. An unshakable hope based on an unshakable covenant. Based on an unshakable kingdom that will never end. God will have his purpose in the world. It is not over yet. There's bumps in the road. But God will have his way in Jesus' name. Take this cup, his blood poured out for you. Amen. Amen. How are you doing? Isn't God a God of hope for us? Father, we thank you so much for your hope. Thank you, Lord, for an unshakable hope that is based on an unshakable kingdom. Father, thank you that you bless us, that you anoint us, that you favor us with everything. And right now, I just want to bless every household, every person, every workplace, every business. And Father, as we go into level three, Father, thank you. May we see a miraculous turnaround even in our economy. May it be such a supernatural say, what's going on here because we haven't suffered as much. And may even things just, just get better for a lot of people very, very quickly. And Father, may you encourage us in spirit and in soul in every part of our body and our mind of our being may we experience lord your joy and your peace even in this time of testing we love you and we give you praise in jesus name and we all said amen, amen.